Hello everybody and welcome to the Billy Moore podcast and today's special guest is Joey Ainscoe. Joey, thanks for coming Joe. along mate. Joe. First things first. Hey, Joe. First things first, Joe. Yeah. Joey's like, I'm known as that like a little bit, I don't know, but I, I, hate, I hate getting called Joey, so... Joe. I've got a brother called yeah. Joe, and he yeah. doesn't like getting called Joey. Joey. Yeah, they're the same people who, who are just Joey, and, and they know they're known as Joey, but yeah. I'm, I'm Joe, you know what I mean? So it's like, or Joseph, but that's usually when I'm getting told <laughs> off or something by someone. <laughs> and my brother's yeah. the same, Yeah, you know, I've never... When I when I call him Joey, feels that it doesn't feel familiar. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nice one. Thanks, yeah. Joe. So, Joe, yeah. thanks for coming on, mate. It's um, I appreciate it, and I believe, mm. you know, you've got a brilliant story. Mm. I've read a little bit about you. Mm. Uh, people, we know each other in circles of mm. different mm. parts of Liverpool. So, mm. so, you tell us firsthand about growing up and what it was like for you. I appreciate you inviting me on. Um, um, you know, it was a surprise to me on, to be honest with you, but, you know, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, growing up, looking back, I don't know, it was, um, we did, we had a tough time, you know what I mean? We did have a tough time as kids, I won't, you know, I won't lie about that, but it was, it was hard at times, it was hard on my ma, do you know what I mean? We are, you know what I mean? Me getting locked up at the age of 16, is sort of a, you see the way our life was at that time, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I was like selling drugs, I having nothing really, and then got my ma involved, and, you know, it's um, it's a sobering, you know, time when you're saying goodnight to your mad on like a juvenile wing, and you, you know what I mean. I look back at now and I go, fuck it, now it was a tough time, that. But I always had in, in the back of my mind, you know, I get out of it, I'll be all, I'll be all right. And I mean, it's, it's what, 25 years ago or something now, maybe a little bit more. But I look back on it and go, and, and it actually brought me and my mum closer. Do you know what I mean? And I only went over to the over to the Isle of Man selling tablets at 16 because you could get more money for them. And we yeah. just wanted like that little bit of security and good enough. I went I went to jail for a short period of time once at sixteen. Um I've never been back. That Castle Rock. What's that? The prison over there. Um, in the it's, it's uh, Douglas Rose, like a little. So, yeah, because my brother was in there. Was he? I went over on a visit. Yeah. I actually yeah. flew over on the Manx Airline. Yeah. And yeah. then went to see him and it was like it was like it didn't matter how old you was. It mm. was it was like there were adults who were mixed with the Young offenders as well at the time. Well, to be fair, when I was there at sixteen, um, God, so I, I, um, I ended up when I went done two weeks only man with my ma, and then when I went back, I only only had to do another about another another four weeks, I think, or five weeks because they couldn't give me any longer than six months because I was sixteen. Yeah. Um, good enough, and I was terrified that my ma was going to get like three four years because she was as a, she was a, as involved as me, but yeah. was an adult, and they actually seen it handed me drugs and all things like that. So I was terrified sitting in the juvenile jail. My mum's in court this day and um, I'm sitting there and um, the screw comes out. I'm smearing my mouth. I'm terrified that my mum's going to get jailed because of me. Horrible feeling. You know what I mean? One of the worst feelings. And then that could turn into one of the best feelings I've ever had because the screw come in and tapped me on the shoulder. I had a phone call there. And I went, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't. And he went, it was your mum. He went, she's got to spend the sentence. The relief yeah. that went through my body, and I swear. So then, when I got out a few weeks later, I've only felt relief like at once. All the time, my life was when uh, my little lad at the corner of his neck and he was born, and he was blue. And then when when I went when I out, I heard him scream, I heard him cry. So the only the relief was like to that level. Do you know what I mean? Where I thought, oh, fuck, I'm not gonna get. And then when when I got out a few weeks later, 
learned my lesson obviously and then I got into got learned my trade not long after got into tile and construction etc so I only went to prison once now obviously I'm 42 and I'm hoping I never ever go back for any other reason but it's not looking that way because yeah. I live a relatively um, you know a relatively crime free life these days but um, it was it was just that uh, I got out and then over the years as it brought me and my mum give us this special bond you know what I mean my mum died when I was only 28 um, might have just turned 29 yeah just turned 29 my mum died but for that it gave us a special connection and then we'd laugh about it do you know what I mean we'd, we'd be out having a bevy and that and she'd go well, do you want to go to the Isle of Man you know what I mean we'd <laughs> laugh about it because I mean I don't know whether she'd laughed about it if she would have got three years or four yeah. years but she'd only done two weeks only month so it was an, um, it was like a, a period in my life where like I really had to grow up you know, in a short space of time, um, I was in. When I went back, I was on that juvenile bench. I was training like fuck because I missed out on an NABC semi final when I got nicked. So I was through to my first national semi final. I had to pull out because I was I was nicked. Know what I mean? But um, that was one one thing whether I won that title or not. But I had to just grow up, and then um, good enough. Like that was me. That was the end of me sort of criminal days. Well, no, not the end of me criminal days, but to that with. Of doing stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Selling, selling bits of drugs and things that have been like next for. I think we all. I think we all. When we're young, we either uh, get mixed up in that kind of lifestyle, yeah. mm. and we either change or we carry on and ends up doing yeah loads yeah. of years going yeah, yeah. Well. years behind years behind bars or getting wrapped up in things where I don't know you know dangerous situations mm-hmm. because it's just that's all it comes to. And when I see. When I see young kids now, I try to manoeuvre them into, I mean, especially, as you say, boxing. Because, you know, boxing definitely, definitely saved my life, you know what I mean? It's, um, I owe a lot of, of who I am and, you know, the way I live my life today. I mean, even now, I try to train, I try to really train hard still, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not a competition, or I don't put too much pressure on myself these days, but yeah. I train religiously, do you know what I mean? I even go home and even just It's a feel-good factor, isn't it? It's great for your self-esteem, it's, you know. It's just, it's a habit, yeah. it's my habit, so it's... My main habits exercise and that's a, a good one, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and I'm just, I'll train, I'll, I'll just find somewhere to train, I'll go anywhere to train and yeah. that puts you in a good mental state and a good mindset, you know what I mean? And yeah. then if you're training regular, then you're feeling better, so you're more positive and it's just a positive cycle, isn't it? Do you know what it I mean? Is, yeah. So, and I'm, I've been still into my son, I'll call, i go, come on, lad, do you want to train? i go, come on, I'll just train. And how old's your boy now? He's 11 hours, son. Is this, is this, your son, you, you had that, um, yeah. That uh, must have been a, that uh, must have been frightening. I mean, it yeah. definitely fearful. Alice, but Alice birth, yeah, it was like um, he was blue when he was born, and I was like, only literally, honest to God, for like thirty seconds, you just that, you know, that thing and uh, the relief that. But he's um, he's he's great little son. He's 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 boxing in the rotunda. He's went to the rotunda. His mum took him to the rotunda. I mean, I boxed for Kirkdale, but um, I, I'm I'm not in the gym these days. I don't got, I'm not in the Kirkdale anymore. Um, and his mother took him to Rotunda because he's got family in there and mates in there. So we, but he's getting looked after. Yeah, we, I was in coaches. there. This, I was in there this morning talking to Zabra. Zabra said he was uh, one of ours. Who? Zabra. Who was one of ours? Joe. Me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I was. I was Kirkdale. I, I did box for Kirkdale. Um, and I had my old. I mean, I'd be first two fights with Rotunda, yeah. to be honest. Um, and I. And I learned something about myself in the first two fights because I lost my first fight against this big tall kid, Paul Williams, named Snowy. Good lad, sound lad. I know him, I know him now, but uh, he fought, honest to God, he just jabbed my head off. I was only, um, I was 11, I was seven stone one. So I was like a little stocky, like maybe chubbiest little kid. And he was like six inches tall. Like, bang, 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 just pinged me right for I got out the ring, crying my eyes out. It was like 1989 or 1990, I think. But 
I trained hard, trained hard, trained hard, and I got to determine I'm on his show in the Prince of Wales in um, Southport, and uh, I won that fight. You, know you must have been boxing, like I must have. Been, you must have been like when you were eleven. I was in mm. probably about sixteen. You know, I think I remember mm. fighting this kid, Mikey mm. Wright. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Mikey. I fought him, Mikey, <laughs> but not in the boxing ring. <laughs> mate, tell you something, Mikey had one of the hardest punches I've ever. Tough as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, it was in the new Montreal Ocean Wars. I remember it. And the, the ring collapsed. Did not Mikey boxed? Yeah, he boxed. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he, the ring collapsed. Tough collapse. little bastard, wasn't he? He was, mm. mate. And mm. I've never been it uh. as hard as, as yeah. I've been it with him. He hit, he hit Did you beat him? Yeah, I beat him on beat a, him, on a majority yeah. decision. That's right. But it, I, I didn't thought, know you boxed Mikey. Yeah, yeah. I liked Mikey. Obviously, people. I never knew much yeah. of him. I only mm. knew him from that from yeah. that boxing days. But yeah. then he had a few years later that yeah. he went down a path, yeah. which to be it's similar to myself really. Mm. I got involved in boxing at an early age, and mm. I hopefully thought that it might have put me on the right path. Yeah. But then you know we have them breaks. That's and it. And the breaks you obviously had a similar upbringing to me, and yeah. then but you you went down that path to a further extent than me. It yeah. seems you know yeah. what I mean. Um, obviously, but choices. I, it was I, choices yeah. and decisions. But I put it down to poor decisions and lack of. Yeah. Uh, Lack of awareness. Guidance. And, yeah, and guidance. guidance. Guidance and someone round you at that age to go, oh, we are, look. Because just one sec, just to go back to that Paul Williams thing that I do a boxing. In my second fight, I beat him. I know I did. But he got the decision on their show. But I knew I won the fight. Yeah. You know, when you know I won a fight, you won. Oh, yeah. Throughout the ring and like uh, Alan Anson and Kenny's like, and all that would all pat me on the back. You know what I mean? Going well in, lad. You know what I mean? And I knew then I had something. Anyway, but going back onto that, um, the, I, I look back now I, I, when I needed someone a father figure, someone around me, ah, because I was good, I was good enough, I was as good as anyone around, okay, I, I, the fact I won an ABA title when I started drinking at 15, and taking tablets and things like that, which I'm not ashamed of, but that's testament to the fact how good I was, because you don't, you don't fucking win ABA titles if you're not, no. and if I would have been 100% on my game from a teenager, then, I, I, you know what I mean, I would have achieved so much more in boxing, which I had a good career, but it was a good career, it wasn't like an excellent career or an outstanding career, and people who who weren't as good as me or achieved a lot more, do you know what I mean? Because like, I think them them years, them years between the age of maybe 14 and 18 for a teenager, a young man, they're pivotal for the rest of your life, I think. Yeah. When people say, show me a boy at seven, I'll show you the man. I, I, I disagree with that a little bit. Yeah. It is right to an extent, but I think them years when you're maturing, you're turning from a boy to a man because from the age of 14 14 up to, to 18 yeah. you need someone and if you've got if you've got a talent and you're boxing you need someone giving you the, 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 the education where you go look you've got to stay away from this you can't do it part time go back to Tony Bellew what we spoke about before he was just one track mind he just believed in himself and was disciplined he weren't the best fighter there was a couple of fights I think we all, a lot of people think he could have lost in the early days which he, which he was lucky in I think a little bit but you need a bit of luck made up for him but I remember speaking to him in the old five one when he was standing at um, the bottom of the stairs. Young, young, big lad. I didn't know him at all. I just won the ABAs, and he was like, "All right, Joe, how are you?" And like, um, "This is what I'm going to do." And I'm boxing here, but I'm going to the tundra. And he was telling me his plan. I was like, "It's right, lads." I was made up to it. I was like encouraging him. I didn't have a clue who he was really. Do you know what I mean? It was just this young lad who was talking to me about boxing. And the next thing, he's fucking knocking everyone out. What wins the novice ABAs? Blah blah blah. And like, <laughs> and then I think I'm going to fucking meet him in this year's ABAs. You know what I mean? But yeah. then he done it. Uh, he done ninety one. That's when he moved up to ninety one. I just missed each other. I think I might have fought Paul Key Paul Key that year. That year at eighty one. So he was heavier. Yeah. It's only Belly would move up to yeah. ninety one. And me, me and Key drew. He reckon he says he won, but we do we well we drew one point, but he got he, he got it on count back. Yeah. So Paul Key beat me that year, but um, 
he's, he's just another good mate now it, t- it turns out that like one of my best mates is Mick Whitty you know what I mean we, we had two fucking great fights in Everton Park but that, Mick is he is he playing on me he's out now is he's he? out now he's sound yeah, yeah he's, he's sound he's um he sounds he's great he's doing well he just he just fucking has, has a bit of a, a bit of a made a bit of a mistake where he got Nick for him put away which has then made him spend time away for his kids which yeah, not, hates it wasn't even not a major was it it was just not something, a major something stupid where he just got a bit tied up and something but some conspiracy stuff yeah but yeah. he just um, yeah I know he's learned a lesson from me just like makes very strong minds yeah, he, he won't let no one he protects his kids more than anyone he stands that you know I what think, I mean you, know, you can't blame someone who's, who's kind that's of it. you plant something in someone's head and that's it mate. you're off he's and just so passionate it. as a father though yeah. he, if he thinks that one little ounce of damage is coming to any of his children he's going to fucking do, kill he'll do anything yeah. he'll run through walls and that's what he's like as a man so you can, you can only give him credit for that you know what I mean yeah, of course. Um, he's a great fella like so well, yeah, very good mate to man a lot of good things about him yeah yeah mm. So uh, yeah, so what was we? Uh, what were we on about then? Tony was ninety-one. You were oh, sorry, Tom. Yeah, back back to Bellew. Yeah, well, I just missed Bellew. So I, I thought I would have, um, I thought I would have come across and went this. I'm the fucking young kid I was talking to, but he was doing really well, obviously. Um, knocking everyone over it in, in the novices, but I was going. It's different when you get into the, um, the big league, which is our league, which yeah. is the fucking when you know what I mean. So I was going like, but obviously Bellew, you know, he came from. Novice under tens, novice under twenties, and straight in the ABAs won the first time. I think, but when and again won them again. He was that type of um, that type of lad, that type of fighter. And when I when I first knew um, what Bellew was about, um, we went when we went to Italy. Spat this big, strong heavyweight called Daniel Betty, who was experienced and maybe like ten years older than him, and he was he was a lump, you know what I mean? And um, he puts Bellew over heavy in the second round of the spar. I think it was. But like stopped the spa, Belly was like sort of gone a bit on the ropes. He'll, 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 he'll tell you this, like he, you know, he, the kid did put one over on him. And honest to God, a lot of people when they when they get put down heavy like that, they don't want to know. They don't want to come back from it. But I swear to God, he come back two days later, and you can just see in his face he had it in for this kid. Know what I mean? Bad big time. That's that's the measure of a true champion. That I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, you can take your knocks and your setbacks, and if someone beats you or knocks you out or and bad and heavy. If you can come back and do that to them, and when he did, he come, he come back to, to a couple of days later and he, he hit the kid with a right hand. The kid's head nerve come off and he was like complaining about his neck and he stopped the spa in Bellew's favour, then he had Tony's favour. Mm. So but that's 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 how you know what someone's made of then, you know what I mean? As as you know yourself, if like if he would have been reluctant to spar him again. Or trying to like say, what well, I've got a sore head. Or if they say, don't use the heart, that's in the line, you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Yeah, it's, yeah, so. it's, it's more, it was more about, for me, like growing up, like it was the heart. The heart, it's, yeah, it's all it about that. It didn't it didn't matter how tough you were yeah, on the on yeah. the exterior. Muscles yeah. didn't mean nothing. That's it. And belief, because he, yeah. he really believed in himself. He believed in himself, Tony. It was like, um, he had this like cast iron belief that what he was going to achieve. And, you know, look at what he did. I mean, he, even... When he had that, when he got knocked out at um, Light Heavy off of Donna Stevenson, when he was completely weight drained, put the weight back on and come back up, and then look what he's done to that Machabua at Goodison. It's, you know what I mean? That, yeah, but that's, there, yeah, brilliant. You can see what he's, he's cut the cloth, he's, the cloth he's cut from yeah. by the, what he's done in his pro career as well, as well. I can see at amateurs, you know what I mean? So, well done to him. Well done. He's had a great career, hasn't he? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. great stuff. Breaks, breaks alongside us now when he's doing mm. great things in the community with the kids, which is brilliant. Just give him back, innit? Yeah, and he, you know, you know what I can do for you, huh? You know, I've never met him. I've seen him a few times. Been, been to mm. a few mat, uh, boxing bouts that he'd, he'd, he'd been involved in. I've just seen him with David Day, mm. the one in Goodison, and then um, 
you know, and then I've met him here, and he's, he's really got to know him a bit. Yeah, you know yeah. what? And, and it's 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 weird, isn't it? What you what you perceive and what you see on social media, then you're actually yeah. sitting down with yeah, someone, yeah, and you go, yeah. you know what? And I listen to someone, I thought, uh, I want to listen to this fella, and listen uh, to what he's got to say. Mm. And I, I couldn't believe how sincere he was about yeah. these kids and about wanting to help them. And I thought, mm. fair mm. enough, mm. you know, I like this fella. Yeah, um, I'm, I feel privileged to work alongside him. Yeah. in this yeah. area. So yeah. that's that's good. So how how was your career anyway? So what happened there? My career. Um, did you turn pro as well? I did turn pro. Yeah, yeah. My career. So as, when I won the ABAs, ABAs at nineteen, um, I was the first AB champion for my club, and it was a big thing. You know what I mean? It was like you know, it was. A was the young Kirktail back then? Kirktail, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I only had two, two, I, I had two, my very first two fights, yeah. and then I was at Kirktail my whole career. Um, but I mean, when I won the ABAs, it was it was a big deal for the club, big deal for me. Um, David Day got knocked out in the other semi-final. It was meant to be his, his, his ABA title, but he got sparked in the semis. So it was a bit, it was a mad one because the kid I was meant to, who knocked him out, I was meant to meet him in the final and he pulled out against me. He said he was sick. Now, I've been in the ABA final, sick, and I still went in. You don't mm. pull out of a final. No. You just don't. So I'm a little sceptical about that because I was flying and I was knocking everyone out that year as well. Um, pulled out against me. So I... But for the kid he fought in the in the quarters, who was like a multi-titled kid called Craig Wake, and I beat him on points in the final. But that was meant to be his year, but I won it. And then um, a fella was sponsoring me called Brendan Devine. He went to turn pro, do you know what I mean? And I was like, um, go on then. Yeah, and I was getting like a few quid at the time, which enabled me to buy my first house when I was young, about 20, which was a good thing. But it, it turns out... It was a mad one because I, I went from like a busy gym where like I knew everyone and we bounced off each other to just me and Judas Clotty, who's who's a, an African coach who trained Shane Neary. Mm. Great fella, you know what I mean? Lovely fella, but just me and him in Kirby gym on our own. I was driving to Waverley every day, mm. then to Kirby, training like a madman on my own. He just beast me every single day. And I was like, wow, what's happened here? <laughs> so I, I weren't enjoying the training, I'll be dead honest. I weren't enjoying it at all. And he was very, very old fashioned, Judas Clotty. Mm. A young lad like that needs to be in a nurtured, in a yeah, nurtured as a pro. And he he wanted me to be Shane Airy at the age of twenty. No one's gonna be Shane Airy ever. No one's gonna be Shane Airy. So he was just like expected me to be like I Shane like Airy. Yeah, Jimmy's great. You know what yeah, I mean? Jimmy had to be in me, um, me coach and me mentor and a really good friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was it in my second stint as a pro. But I I won my first fight just against um, a journeyman. Um, Name was Mark Dawson, nice fella to be honest. But I won my first fight against him, boxed really well. And then this Brendan Devine went, Are you fighting this fella now? I looked at his record, he's had four, one four. I hadn't stopped anyone, but he beat four good lads. One of them was an ex Indigo International. He was like a 28 year old Syrian fella called Hussein Osman. Hmm. Fuck me, honest to God, right? So I, I just went, Go on, I'll fight anyone. You know, you can be so much of them to me, don't fucking fight him. You know yeah. what I, mean? I wish they would have done. Yeah. Honest to God, but literally. School, yeah. yeah. No, he never screwed me at all. We had a fucking war. Yeah. We had an absolute war. And I, I, I would have won it. But, and honest to God, one of the toughest fights I ever had. A four-round war, right? Yeah. He just... Now, but not only that, this manager didn't... He put he, he threw me in the deep end, right? Because what it was, he had a construction company, which he was just about to fold. And that, that's where I was getting paid from. So that was going to fold. Your money was going to go. The only quid a week he, he was giving me, he was getting a grand for me. I was a ghost on a site. Yeah. Alas, proper alas, right? So he was about to close that company. He went, yeah, if he beats him, if he beats him, then I'll fucking put a load more money into him. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, and I, I did nearly beat him, but he caught me with this left hook on the third round. In the four round fight, he put me down, he hit me with his left hook. I don't know how the fuck I got up, but I did. 
put me down 10 8 round and he won me th- he beat me 39 38 or would have beat him yeah but it, i swear to you it was like a literally but he said yeah go down in your car to london same day of the fight and my mates are going oh, in your own car so i'm driving down to london my mate's driving the car and then get to traffic jam going into london yeah then i'm running going you're on soon where are you going to your hall to fight this kid and like i'm putting my boots on the tube trying <laughs> to get to this fight they go and they go oh you're not on now warmed up to me oh you're not on now left me for another hour got in and i was i was knackered by the time i got in the ring but i still had a war with, with the fella do you know what i mean yeah. Hussein, I if you look at Hussein osman he, he had i think he had like 12 wins straight including me one of them and then the first person who beat him i think was gally locker Mm. It was like a big punching world yeah, champion. Yeah. Big Gary Lockett knocked him out, and then he lost a few on the slides. And then people would fight him on the way down. Know what I mean? He, yeah. he, he wasn't that type of person. I should never have been in the ring as a twenty-year-old novice pro with him. I know that now, but that's where you need that people guys. around you. Yeah, that's yeah. where you need people to like. But anyway, there was a new a new rule come back out. So you can go back amateur. I went. I'm going to go back in the amateurs because back to my old gym. So back from pros back to amateur. I went back. Yeah, yeah. I went back. I went back to the amateur games. You know what I mean? Because I was like, I was taught. I've had a bad experience with this manager. I just want to go back to enjoy my boxing again, yeah. which I did. Went back and had another another six years as, a, as an amateur, another six years amateur again. Um, again, went in the ABAs a few more times. Uh, Box Courtney fly me first fight back. Got me fucking head jabbed off. Courtney, yeah, I tell you, I'd, Courtney's great, but I, to to fight him as a fan, uh, just under six foot. He's like six three, and he's fast on his feet. He's got long arms, and yeah. I just come back from the pros where you naturally slow down a bit. I swear, yeah. the boxing never park. I couldn't get near him. <laughs> just bang, bang, just at the jab all night. But yeah, yeah. Again, being on the edge, Courtney. Yeah, another great friend. Another yeah. like, um, I mean, fuck, I can't. I'll never forget it. But one of the first people who was at my bedside when I woke up after getting stabbed was Courtney. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Know what I mean? Which is obviously the respect you gain, and uh, he's, yeah, another really good mate. But um. For Courtney coming back, and then when I start managed to speed my feet up a little bit, then I started to get back onto the level of where I was at. And um, I got to another ABA final in 2005. I met Tony Jeffries. He fucking battered me as well, to be honest. But he, but he, he, he was he was very good. Um, when I say battered me, yeah, I suppose he did. I, you know what? He just come out first, punched the fight, and went bang, hit me with a big right hand, and I pushed me ever scramble for three rounds. But I always remember this because. Um, he, he did beat me like he was um, he, he was quality Tony Jeffries but I could not get into the fight after that no when you, you've been you've been rocked yeah, early it's, uh, took the fight right away from me credit to him but I, I remember watching the tape years later third round and I remember um, I remember he hit me with this right hand because um, he beat me on like the, the 20 point rule and just as they, they blew the whistle in the third round um, I remember me with this shot. Well, I don't remember the shot, but I remember this feeling. <laughs> remember this feeling like that, and I thought I thought I was I couldn't move my leg. I was trying to like get, drag my leg along yeah. the canvas. I didn't go down. It's a slow motion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My leg was in slow motion. It hit me that hard. And then, um, do you know where? Um, I know when you see a video and someone's leg jumps. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the video, uh, right? And my yeah. leg go fuck and fucking springs up in the air. And I didn't know my leg had ever done that because I. I could take a shot, I had a good chin. And yeah. he, that shot, like, could have knocked me out, but my leg, like, jumped, but then good enough to fight, got it uh, waved off. But I think I think that's probably, like, one of the top, like, few hardest punches I've ever took. It was, it was a cracking shot, he hit me, but, like, but, um, again, I only, I, I, I know, I know what I was as a boxer. I was, I was uh, a good boxer. I wasn't, but at, at elite level, at elite level, like, yeah. you're elite fighters, the sort, the likes of you, Tony Jeffries, Courtney Fly, Kenny Egan, People like that, I'd, I lost to. 
you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and like, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, I give Kenny Egan a great fight in Ireland. Um, very close in a, a Four Nations tournament. Um, we, we went over there after the, AB, after the ABA finals. Tony Jeffries pulled out of the Four Nations when he beat me in a final. So I stepped in and fought Kenny Egan, who was an Olympic silver medalist. Do you know what I mean? And I thought, I thought at the end of the fight, I thought, well, I'm well, well in with a shout here. And they give it to him by like 20 points. And I was going, but he was the, the homeboy yeah, in yeah. the Dublin Stadium, etc. Well, yeah, you end up getting robbed on own grounds. I've actually done, Do you know what I mean? yeah, I've been over yeah. there to Ireland myself. I was talking about that this morning. And um, I think there was 15 scouts from the Gemini that went over in 14. Yeah. Got beat, I think. Yeah, and the Gemini, a top club like that. Yeah, and no we, we, I put I put this kid in, down yeah. in the first round. Well, it was compulsory yeah. back then to wear red oh, guards. Oh, you Gemini? Yeah, so okay. we had to wear, we had to yeah. wear red guards. It was the St. Ambrose yeah, yeah. ABC yeah. when I first started. John, yeah, St. So, Ambrose, so, yeah, yeah. And we got John Rice still there? John Rice was yeah. there, John yeah. Leila, Georgie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, yeah, uh, no, them, yeah, yeah. Clarence Keith, James. John Sam, so I was, I was just like a young kid. Yeah. And when we boxed yeah. with them, we went on to Ireland. And then we had to put these red guards on. Now, when, mm. you, you'll know back then, we did that. I remember the change. Uh, no, no, yeah. I, I had my first two fights without a headguard, and then I went to headguards, and they were rubber, weren't they? Yeah, they were. Them so, MK ones, remember them MK yeah. ones, like the rubber ones and all yeah, that? Yeah, and the pulls down over our heads yeah, over yeah, there, and we, yeah. it was just it was just a horrible fight. Yeah. It was a dinner show, and we were getting buzzies. It was just you know, like yeah. a proper doorstep buzzing yeah, yeah, with a cup yeah. of tea. And yeah. Shite, really. That's it. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Kenny Egan didn't rob me in that fight. He probably did just, just win it, but only just. Yeah. So... He was he was like he went on to win Olympic silver. Um, you think he beat did he beat Jeffries in Beijing? I don't know. No, he did. Yeah, he beat Tony Jeffries in Beijing for this for the silver medal. He went on to fight for the gold. But I I know that I was a good fighter, and you know, but I never nowhere near fulfilled my potential as an amateur all pro because yeah. of me lifestyle and and the way me 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 life growing up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know that I could have achieved so much more, but it doesn't it doesn't beat me up. I'm thankful for what I did achieve. I'm just thankful that I went. I got into boxing young and loved it because when I first went to the gym at eight years of age, I loved it. I loved to, I loved to spar. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. I know I know now at the stage I'm at in my life that it, it gave me a lot of who I am as a man. Now you know a lot of me like a lot of my rituals and habits and lifestyle discipline. It stems from discipline yeah, yeah. and and how, how I approach other aspects in my life. Just to, just in my work ethic. Just me work ethic in general, do you know what I mean? The fact that the way if I do something, I like to do it properly and I do and I do it like I give it me all, do you know what I mean? I see oh, it as like yeah. a yeah. I've got a similar kind of way of uh, living. I, I mean if I'm on Sam on Sam and they, you know, yeah. I, I kind of I'll, I'll set my mind to shoot and I'll get it done. Mm. You know, you saying that because I was late before? No, <laughs> you sure? Put that, put that, put that down to the savage show. <laughs> no, I. no, that's it. I, I yeah. say that I'm like that anyway. I'm always yeah. saying enough yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Fucking hell, if I was here, I'd be here in the yeah. morning. Yeah. No way. But that's that's the discipline I was I I I received. Yeah. You know. Yeah. From from from, from boxing. That's it. And, and then you went into Muay Thai, didn't you? No, I, I say when into Muay Thai. What happened was when I went to Thailand. Because I like boxing, yeah. You know, yeah. like this, this all those, all those, you know, lost dreams awaken. Mm. Not for me. I stopped mm. boxing at the age of seventeen, eighteen. Mm. I ended up in, in in custody in prisons mm. for a good for a good good long time. Mm. Gets uh, gets me shit together. Goes to Thailand. Mm. Sees this Muay boxing. Yeah. Thought it would be a bit of fun. Get in the ring. Yeah. I couldn't kick. I couldn't yeah. do all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. I was good with my hands. Yeah. No, at least I was better than them with my hands, and they were, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. they were better yeah, with yeah. their feet than they yeah. were with my hands. Yeah. Um, and I, and I picked it up pretty quick. Mm. It mm. was like it was it was easy to pick up. I didn't have to learn too much about it. The more it, the more I got involved, the more I trained, and the more I fought, the more I adapted to their their yeah. way of uh, fighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I've done that for a few years. 
so it wasn't like it wasn't a sport that I was equipped with. Mm. It was just something that I went into because I liked yeah. that 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 fight and that euphoria. It's where you were, wasn't it? As well? It was, That's and I always say doing, this. I always so. say this, Joe. See, for me, right, I couldn't. This is my problem. Mm. I couldn't deal or cope with feelings on the outside of the ring. Yeah, you know, like rejection and relationships yeah. and yeah. women and. and and that, the, the affairs of the yeah. art, mm. put me in the ring and you can punch me head and I can take punches yeah, yeah, all day yeah, yeah. long. Yeah. But the emotional... Safe, like safe place. Yeah, the emotional place. punches I couldn't yeah. deal with, yeah, yeah. you know, it was mm. like I was mm. I was flawed. Yeah. I was like an ice cream. I was yeah. I was leaving myself in bits over beds mm. and I, I couldn't yeah. understand. Yeah. And now, she like, I've got this awareness now and understanding mm. that like I was mm. emotionally immature. Mm. I wasn't growing up. Mm. I'd used drugs at an early age and it stunted me, me, me emotional yeah, yeah, growth development, and development. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. So this is where like when we talk to kids, we talk about that. You start smoking green and, and all that gear at an yeah. early age. Mm. You know, Eventually, you might get to a place in your life where you want to stop, mm. and it's enough's enough. But mm. then you forget that you are you are the age you become when you started. Yeah. So I started taking drugs at the age of fifteen. Yeah. When I stopped at the age of thirty, mm. like I was like a teenager. Yeah. yeah. Like I was standing with men mm. of my age mm. who were wearing shirt and ties and going into business and work, and I was like. I was, I was yeah. just like a kid yeah, yeah. in a speed shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was dead immature. Trying to find your feet. Exactly. You're so it's a different person, aren't you? It is. It's, mm. so it took me a long, long time to, to learn that stuff. So yeah, for me, getting involved in the Muay Thai boxing was was oh. great. It was it was all about escape. Yeah. I like to yeah. get away from my mind. Yeah. I like to spend more time in the landscape of my mind than I did in mm. in, in in the world. Yeah, yeah. Because it yeah. was quite. I had a lot of blame going on. Joe. My my my, bro- my brother, who's fifteen months older than me, Chris. We went to the Thunder together, um, and he was the most naturally gifted out of the two. Was he was very good. He got a little bit of a, a bit of a iron in a spar for older kids when he was only young, when when he was only about ten, um, and he jumped off the ring and got upset and fucking which happens. Yeah, left the gym. I know what. Honest to God, I, w- I just wish and I still wish to this day he, he would have came back because once our so-called Al fella left when he I was like fourteen and he was fifteen because he went an Al fella really. I don't even like calling up, but he went. It's no no um no coincidence that. He developed a heavy, heavy drinking and sub like partying habit, which which went on for like nearly two decades. Yeah. My eldest brother developed a heroin habit at about eighteen, which destroyed his life and ultimately led to his demise at forty one. And I, and I had my mother in jail. Do you know what I mean? There's, you know, there's there's the proof there. Look, you know, there's your three lads. What are you doing with their life? So is that why you had three brothers? I, I I've actually got three brothers and a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and you lost a brother. I lost a brother. Yeah. Um, and started twenty seventeen. He just turned forty one. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, you know, he just. I mean, I tried for years to get him with me, try and get him, and he just couldn't break his. That's why I have so much respect for the likes of Jockey who we spoke about before. Um, he got addicted to heroin very young, but he'd started taking other drugs very young, and then that was just the, the path he went on. And then he was just he was gone. He was he was gone from the age of eighteen, and he never ever you know what I mean. He, He's only a few years younger than myself as well, Joe. So. Yeah, John Paul, um, and like I used, to, I used to rack my brains and look at him, and he was like, he had you know he had everything really, you know what I mean. Fundamentally, he was clever, good looking. He you know he had children, he had five kids, and he used to, and then um, I just like I go fucking all you needed was like. The right, I don't know, the right guidance, the right structure, but 41, do you know what I mean? It's just like, and then, but you go like that and you go, you're not a product of your choices, but then your choices are affected by, at that age then, when like, I mean, he, said, he, he, yeah. he, he, he fucked off on me, ma, to go and 
fuck, it's sell drugs out the way and all that and blah 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 and then all right they split up which happens okay it's not about that not about that I've split up with people before but I've never ever abandoned my children or yeah. deserted my kids you know what I mean they know I'm their dad and I do my best for them all do you know what I mean and that's the difference it's like it's it's crazy but I'm so glad I learned what not to do and I'm out of what we had so you I, see your brother was your predecessor yeah. in a sense how, how I see it because for me mm. I'm like the oldest out of six mm. Mm. I've got like five younger siblings and you know, I was the one where mm. the police were knocking at the door. I was getting arrested. I was taking drugs. Mm. Uh, my other brother fucking hated me, right? And he was a year younger than me. Now he was an RSM. Now he was mm. fucking in the army for two decades. He mm. was he fought the golf. He was totally different Clean, to me. Life. Yeah, he, uh, he had yeah. this life where he was traveling the world, and yeah. he had he's got mm. a brother. He was ashamed of and embarrassed of, but loved yeah. at the same time. That's, uh, yeah. I've mm. got him. I've got him. She. So it's like he was like. What's up with you? What are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Why don't you stop? And I was like, I just don't know. I couldn't. Yeah, I didn't. trying to get you on the right path. Trying to encourage you. Me, my mum, yeah. my dad, everybody was like offering these, and it was only right. And I shared this joke. I, I, I was fucking desperate. I was in Walton. I was climbing on mm. roofs. I was down in segregation units. I was in and out of the system, and I was in the block in Army. And it was a moment where I thought something's got to stop here. The kid next door had just done himself. Mm. Um, mm. Something's got to give, yeah. Something's mm. got to give, and I hadn't spoke to me mum. All the doors were shut on me. They didn't want to know no more because I yeah. made that many empty promises. I was going to change, and, and, and I spoke to her. And I couldn't even bring like Michelle mm. to say hello, mum, because I started to feel all that feeling all mm. up. See as well up, and like I've always shared this. So these two screws standing next to me, and I didn't want to look like a coward or a shit bag. So I had that like that that mad crazy ego bravado uh, and yeah. an ego, yeah. It's a, Put, mm. put a mask on yeah, I'm all right. when I went back that shell I fucking shopped and I say this to yeah, the kids yeah. I shopped into yeah. my pillow yeah. like, like a little baby right mm. and uh, the first thing my mum said to me on the phone because I couldn't answer was just Bill mm. we love you mm. get help right mm. I didn't believe she, she cared mm. and that, that that see what I That's what it. I know mm. now Joe right mm. you've got to have like a window that is open for something to, go, to sink in so that word help mm. just went boom landed and I thought Mm. Fucking hell, that's a new one, and it helped. Just asked for help, Bill. So I did. Mm. I asked for help, and it came in the form of a uh, the probation rehabilitation. Yeah. I got a rehab. I got clean. I stayed clean for a good few years. I thought mm. I'd go to, to Thailand, but yeah. bit of an unseasoned addiction. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't really. So did you relapse? I'd be yeah, I relapsed. I had. Um, mm. I got clean in two thousand and four. Joe, you know, so mm. well in two twenty what twenty one. So my journey was never straight, mm. but he had like massive periods of yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. Abstinence, yeah. clarity yeah. as well. Yeah, you, three you years well, and yeah, five yeah. years, and so I knew there was a better way of living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I did relapse, mm. I, I thought, oh, fucking you couldn't wait to get back. Yeah, to mm. and the the relapses, right, for me were justified at the time because I'd been diagnosed with cancer, and I was given mm. medication. You give me medication, mm. right? Tell me to medicate myself. Mm. Yeah. I think I've got I've got a terminal illness in my mind, right? Mm. I've got stage three cancer. I'm on chemo. Mm. I thought, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, everyone went out the window, don't you? Yeah, so all that went out the window. You know, I, I abused the medication. The medication ran out. Mm. I had a bit of money, so the next step is you hit the street running and you're buying illegal yeah. fucking drugs, yeah, yeah. as you yeah. do, because you know what's best. You know, then you're in that cycle of like, oh my God, it's mm. desperation. It's horrible. So I know exactly mm. where, you, yeah. where you are mm. with your brother because mm. I know what it's like. Mm. Yeah, he's in himself for it as well. You know, he had five kids. I know it's mad to say this, but he fucking loved his kids. And I'd speak to him and he'd be like, 
he hated it. He, he like he'd have his head in his hands, and he he wanted to be a good dad. You know what I mean? He wanted to be a good dad. And he just couldn't. Just I, I I can I understand because you know what? You're so powerless, right? Mm. You're doing things that you don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, right? that's what it was. He, he didn't want to do it, and now, he, but he just couldn't. He didn't have the, the willpower, I've whatever got, it was. I've got know, a you know sister, I mean? right? But she was just really. See, mm. my sister ended up on heroin. Mm. Yeah. She wow. I mean, yeah. she started yeah. late, yo. She's seen her brother go through all that, yeah. right? And then right. still, still done it. Right. So she's she's ended up like having th- three kids, yeah. relationship, yeah. family, blah. Everything was going well for her. Mm. By the time she was thirty, she was hitting the street, like in gear. Mm. I was like, mm. what the? Mad. No, then I'm, I, I've stopped, right? I've mm. stopped by this time now. So, so where did you grow up? I grew up in Speak. Oh, was you South End? Yeah, okay. so yeah, I grew up in Speak, and then we moved to where Wavesy, so yeah. down by the South End. So yeah. it was a bit of a transition. Yeah. Went from one area from an age of sixteen to to the, oh. to the South End, and then Toxteth Wavesy, feeling feeling like we didn't fit in, it didn't yeah. belong, and then yeah. you know that's where my See, take me away from the boxing. Yeah. And then that's where the troubles began. Yeah. My mum moved. So we moved to the um, to Waves. It wasn't her fault. She mm. just needed a bigger no, that's house. It. Just changed, you know? just done it, yeah. So there was change. And I was travelling to mm. speak regularly so, yeah. on the mm. bus, and it was a fucking pain in the eyes. Mm. And then you start not going as much. Yeah. And then you think, well, I'll go to the Golden Gloves because it was a bit close. Yeah. Then I didn't feel like I fitted in there. Yeah. Because I didn't know anyone there, their own little club going on. You, like you say before, you mean, yeah. you, you've got a comfortable like zone with with, with the caretaker, yeah, yeah. and then you go to these other places. You don't feel yeah. you miss all that camaraderie. But mine wasn't even a place; it was just a fucking a cave ABC, but just me and Judas Clotty, just an, mm. an African pro trader. There's a kid. I, mean? I don't know if there's a kid mm. there. You, you might know Michael Valant. Yeah, no, Michael. Yeah, yeah I yeah. boxed him twice. Yeah, yeah. Years yeah. ago, I boxed him in a KB bus. It was like yeah. a one. It was a win one, lost one. Is that you have one each? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I beat him in speak. He beat me in KB with your foot. Michael. Yeah. I said that with Paul Kier. So I won one. And we drew one. Yeah. That's what I say to Kane. I say that to Mike. I say, we won one. And we He goes, he goes, no, no, no. But our draw was a draw. Yeah. It was 22 all. Was it? No, he did beat me. And he got it on a count back, right? And I say, no, we drew. And I won the return. Yeah, he's know what I mean. To be fair, he did beat me, mate. I don't know how the fuck I beat Paul here. Yeah. Do you know why? I don't know how the fuck I beat him because, honest to God, he was a quality boxer and long arms. He was like 6'3", he was perfect for the light heavy. He could move fast on his feet and his chin would get on it. I don't know how he'd be poor kid, because I used to spar with him a few years ago. Like as we got older and I said, yeah. come here, I'm going to be like, how the fuck do I ever beat him? Exactly. Because he was brilliant. Uh, he, he got robbed in an, uh, an ABA semi-final. He would have won an ABA title like yeah, He was yeah. that good, you know what I mean? I mean, and, and I will tell you that, he's better than anyone. Because he Tony, he was like his main sparring partner when Tony was coming through. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, and he could tell you how good poor kid was. He was brilliant, you know See, what I mean? You mix up with them like in the NABCs earlier on, don't you? And that's what we had with yeah. all that. We had like, I don't know if it was like now, but we had to like box twice in one day. You know, you'd box in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You still you'd win, a, you'd win a bout yeah. and then yeah. you'd, you'd have a break and you'd be back in in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, you're young, but your recovery's quick, but you're still. Yeah. You're I know, I know. It's great when you'd be able to box two, three times in one day. Like yeah, one. but that's mm. not like that now, was it? Yeah. So, Joe, tell me a little bit about. Um, because this is important for kids out there to understand. Mm. Because I've been in the same situation. I've mm. I've been stabbed, yeah. you know, mm. and, and it was no, fu- it wasn't fun. Yeah. So what happened to um, with your pro career? Because you, you, you sorry, yeah, I was going on to that before. So I, when I had a few, the few, I went back to another few years amateur again. I turned pro again, and this yet yeah, this leads on to where I was. So I just got back training with Shane Airy and and George Schofield in Derby Lane. I'm all George. Yeah, I was doing well. Um, flying felt great. Um. I had a couple of good spars at Bellier 
had a couple of good spars with Lee Siner. He was up there. Um, sadly passed away, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, I don't like, but it's, yeah, it's sad, you know. Uh, a lot of people had their opinions on Lee, but I just seen him as a fellow I boxer. I know Lee. I seen him as a fellow look, boxer. I, I, knew, I had some I, good spars with him, you know what I mean? I knew, so, I knew Lee, Lee really well. Do you yeah, know what I've never yeah. had a bad word to say about yeah, him. I've never, never had a bad word to say about me and I, No. You know, he's always polite and civil. Um, yeah. He was the first guy that I'd asked to come on a podcast, you know. Was the first yeah, answer, he said, yeah. 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 But he shows a bad thought, but um, yeah. never mind. I had a few good spars, I remember, at Derby Lane. Um, Tony comes down with Anthony Farnell, he was with them, we had a good spar. Um, I was I was doing well flying, and then I had, I had a couple of fights come back at Super Middle. Um, and then the end of 2007, yeah, I was in Chicago watching the uh, the Worlds. Watching like my mate Pricey, Neil Perkins, Frankie Gavin, who's he the best amateur I've ever seen. To be honest with you, on all he's on frightening, frightening good amateur boxer, Frankie. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees with me, like because he was, he was outstanding and he won whale gold over it. I got a call off um, Dean Powell, who was the matchmaker. Do you want to fight um, Paulie De Silva uh, for the Central Area Super Middleweight title? Um, uh, Tony Quigley had to pull out with a knee injury. Do you want to step in? Four weeks notice. I was just I was too brave sometimes mm. I was like I'd take a fight next day even if I, I, I go go on I'd go anywhere I'd go, go one time I went over to Crumlin in Ireland to fight this farmer this fucking big giant heavyweight farmer the next day go on I'd just take a fight anywhere do you want to fight Tony Quigley in four weeks so I'm in Chicago having a bevy and I'm with the lads and I'm like 14 stone four do you want to fight in five weeks at 12 stone I'm like yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean so I mean, the biggest fight I could have had was losing two stone four in, in five yeah. weeks but um again I, I jumped in with um paulie de silva and he done what hussein osman done to me he just come out and we had an absolute tear up for 10 rounds and i never have a box four when you've only have a box four and you step up to 10. so i honestly god i remember watching the tape to that you must have had a big engine though no hey mate i was fucked from the end of round three was yeah i just wouldn't give in I was fucking, and he put me down with a body shot, and I swear to God, right, we, we separated him by clinch, and he just went bang in with a little left hook to the body. Didn't look like much, but it's honest to God, I screamed all over the Piccadilly Hotel. I went, ah, I'm but I remember being down like that, gasping for it. But I remember uh, Nate and just get up and get, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd never ever stay down unless I was asleep. Do you know what I mean? I, I had that in me where I would Please, never quit. Yeah, yeah. I'd never quit. So. He put me down with a body shot, and then he put me down again with the same shot, and I'm like, and then I put him down the round after, and we had a proper like tear up for ten rounds, and it, you know he, he got the decision with two knockdowns, and he, he was fitter and he he prepared for a ten round fight, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I went, yeah. but we had a great fight, so it was at, at sort of that level, and then um, as I say, and then then I found out my man had cancer early two thousand eight, um, sorry, I found out my man had cancer in two thousand seven, um. I look back now, and I don't know the fuck. I went through a five-year period of my life where I don't know the fuck I got through it, because my life was just turmoil for five years. Yeah. I look at it and I want to go, wow! And it was all started with my mother getting diagnosed. You know what I mean? Um, Tommy Duffy he used to come watch me fight. <laughs> um, so, and my father, my, my life was in turmoil for five years. I look back now, and I started with that, and then. My mom, like, she suffered for 18 months with a divine diet, you know what I mean? Just turned 49, it was fucking horrible. Your mum was only 49? Yeah, yes. wow. My mum, after it was going through, we went through and all that stuff we went through, tough as a life. But my mom was great, she was, um, 
she looked after my daughter with me when when she was growing up and she was always good to us and done her best under really difficult circumstances my mom was lovely but she was still here now because i fucking never have a babysitter i don't know i've got no one to help me with all, all my little ones now but my mom was great and um but then when i found out she had cancer i looked back on it she just like suffered for 18 months then died just turned 49 and um and um all right tom okay mate uh, she died just turned 49 and i was just like when i um, went like that when I look back and I'm like, fuck, I just started like drinking and going out and just trying to block it out and like, yeah. and then these lads who were now were like getting a bit of pressure off this big dorm and time I stepped in and took, took it on for myself and I'm cracking him. I hit my hand, got nicked, got nearly went to jail, got a five months to spend a sentence for involving myself in someone else's trouble again. I look back now and it was all to do with what was going on personally, which is my mom dying of cancer, which is what was happening. Um, so we had loads of contributing factors leading yeah, up to this. Yeah, yeah, but then and then so I was still trying to like you know go about my business and you know still trying to train and blah blah blah. And then when my mother died at the end of two well October the end of October two thousand eight, um, and I'm like I'm glad in a way. Well, I'm not, but I'm glad that she was wasn't there to see what I went through. Then six months later, do you know what I mean? Because um, I was just literally seen two like well it was, it was beefy to be honest and ryan vaughan they were um they were having a bit of a set too i think with each other was they i think so yeah oh no sorry um what someone had broke a crack beefy in the in audience you know what i mean and then ryan vaughan was having a bit of a scuffle with someone and i just like stepped in um and then there was a bit of a scuffle. i got a punch thrown at me thrown a couple of punches back that was it but then uh someone who had known for years I'd be standing there talking to him and I didn't know, I was just talking, 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 we were talking like mate and he knew that he, that like someone had gone to get a knife and stabbed me from behind, do you know what I mean? Um, and it was, it was a fucking hell, I mean, I got stabbed twice with like a seven inch knife and it went right up through like sort of the middle of like my ass cheeks, you know what I mean? And one was like in me, like to the side, but I remembered feeling two whacks and like a weird strange feeling in my belly and like, you know what I mean? I looked at the lad in front of me and went, he stabbed me on it. He went, go to Aussie, like, go to Aussie, you know, like that. And I swear to God, I'd be dead now. I, I would be dead. <laughs> and I'm going to be in court to come to see to be fees broken, Joe. Um, and our kid seen it and flagged it over like that, panicked. I was with my brother. And he went, whoa, what's up? He said, he's being stabbed. And when you seen what had happened, because I, 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 I had a severed testicular artery. Um, my colon was all shredded, my bowel, my bladder, everything. I was like, you know what I mean? I was, and if that ambulance weren't there, if I, if the ambulance, we had to wait 10 minutes there, I had to bled to death there and then. Do you know what I mean? But I'm passing out in the ambulance. Um, and and then the fact that I woke up after that, like, that could have been the end there and then, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, passing out and that would have been. Passed it. out in an ambulance and I was, I was bleeding with severed artery. So, and the, the, the damage I had, the injuries I had were like, terrible know what I mean so I had like I had to wear a colostomy bag for six months I had to have a bag with my bowel sticking out my belly know what I mean for six months I had to like a, a bag on my leg with a catheter in and all that and it was it was a tough tough time do you know what I mean um, coming around from the operations and walking around with all drains and pipes and taking morphine and it was a it was a tough time a tough recovery and like obviously again I could have just avoided that I could have just stayed out of it. I only stepped in to try and split that up, to be honest. I wasn't taking a fight on for myself. But obviously, if someone sees me coming and getting involved, you probably think, well, I'm not going to fight with them. Do you know what I mean? So I just go like that. I, do, I put it down to experience again. And the fact that I'm alive, again, 
players have come out of it and I managed to fully recover. I even managed to box again a few times, a handful of times, I don't know. When the prize fighter, when I fought, I fought Eric Scoglund, who was a really good fighter, who fought Callum Smith after me, but I managed to even get back in the ring, get myself back on my feet, but I was never ever going to be the same. No. Them couple of years I missed. Do you know what I mean? It was like, I, you know, I could have done well again in them couple of years, but not, not well to the extent where I could have won world titles and things but I could have got to British level do you know what I mean I was you know I could have still got to that at that age but um, did you feel that all that robbed you from it did not rob me it maybe robbed me of sort of, of a bit of a bit of time in my pro career but fu- fundamentally my my boxing career <laughs> was like ruined from the get go mm. do you know what I mean so it, no matter what I've done and what I achieved I, I, I never had the structure or the, the, the you know the um I never had the stuff in place to, to succeed at the highest level. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I succeeded to one below the highest level. But even as a pro with longer rounds, longer fights, as I'd started like drinking and partying at 15. Yeah. And, 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 but don't get me wrong, when, when season time and boxing come around, I was, I was disciplined, but you can't be disciplined part of the time. You can't be disciplined three quarters of the year. And in the summer, go go off the rails. You just can't do it. No. You just get, not to fight at the top level. No. So you can't fight at the level I got to, which was which was like very good, but not at elite level. You're gonna get found out by these yeah. people who were doing not doing the things you're doing in your spare time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I don't feel it robbed me much. I, you know, my, I I'd sort of gone because I learned, learned to trade early. I'd gone into business and I, I bought my first house young, so I'd gone into like I had my own tiling company at 23. So I also had a, a construction career, and like I had like men working on site for me. I even had time to go and train when I was pro and things because I had. Good, good contracts running and a good relationships with different construction companies. So that saved me well. Um, but as for the as for the um, the getting stabbed, yet it did, and I did have things in my head that are going. But I just know what it's not my. That's not my game now. Do you know what I mean? I used to. If anyone had crossed me or I had to, I'd get out on the street or in the car park and and have a straight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was what I used to do. But you can you can you can hear it. You can see. I've listened to your story from the get go. Mm. And there's a period in your life mm. where you, you, you're being traumatised, you, you're suffering loads of loss, mm. you know, and you, you go missing mentally yeah. for a bit. Yeah, yeah. And this is what happens. Yeah, that's Your behaviour, see, because I've done it, Joe. Yeah. I've yeah. done it, mate. Your behaviour you know, reflects what you're Yeah, my yeah. behaviour, it's like to avoid feeling the loss and, and the mm. grief, mm. you know, and, and, and I've, I've suffocated myself with drugs and drink and yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and violence, yeah. you know, I've, I've been stabbed, yeah. I've been shot, yeah. I've been yeah. fucking here, yeah. so I've, 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 I've been in, in them yeah. situations. You, you, can, you, can resonate, you, you can resonate completely because yeah. you've had the same, it's, and, 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 the so same outcome. Yeah. She, and, you know, for me, right, I, I, exactly how your, what you just said there, right, it was never my fight. Mm. I was like a rebel without a cause, right, mm. and I'd want to get involved yeah. in someone else's problem That's because, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. I felt that, they were the underdog and I was a little bit more I don't know what yeah. the fuck I thought because you could scrap yeah because you, yeah. Because you knew you could scrap then anyone you'd see on the back foot you'd take it off it, it happened to me right you know I, mean? so I go to a prison right here's mm-hmm. something I'll share with you I went to a prison right to go fucking nicked scouser nicked I'm in, I'm in Thailand I'm in Chiang Mai prison 4,000 inmates now there's, there's an handful of foreigners right there's a couple of Americans uh, Australians Iranians not many this Italian, so this alpha, this all Italian and an all American, mm. right? They fucking, they, they, you know, they, they just all, you know what I mean? But they, they're getting a bit of beef off this this young Australian kid. He's dead mouthy and his mate, 
and I stepped in. Mm. Now, shouldn't have done it, but it wasn't like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like I said. But I ended up getting fucking passive. Yeah, with hindsight, you can mind yeah. your own business, can't you? Yeah, let me hindsight, but it's like, I knew. It's ego, isn't it, as yeah. well? It's I, ego. Yeah. I, I knew that, you know, it was the wrong thing to, yeah. to, for them to be doing to them. Yeah. And trying to be but like... But it your battle. No, but trying <laughs> to be a diplomat. Yeah. I can't be diplomatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. aggressive in That's the way, I, yeah, yeah. The way yeah. I communicate. You have to yeah. fucking leave them yeah. alone, lad. Yeah. Bang, yeah. straight away, you're, you're involved yeah. in, 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 a, in a battle. Yeah. Instead of going, look... That's it. So I ended up getting fucking ways in. And I was, yeah. you know, I was getting it, it with all kinds. And I yeah. know that I'm so, so lucky, mm. right, to still be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, same that's, as me. That's gone same on. as me. And it's it's good that you can you can kind of, like, you can reflect. It's good you can reflect and, and then you can, and because you've learned from it, you know, I, I can give this to my children, you know what yeah. I mean? I've been through the vast majority of what you can go through. So, or, and I go, now, the way I am now in my life, see, I won't, I won't like, I literally won't rise to anyone these days. I'm just dead calm and placid, and my life's like, I was saying this, <laughs> saying this a few weeks ago to to me, mate Craig Greenwood, another product of the Kirkdale, good lad who's doing really well, um, air confirmed, really good mate to man. I was going, yeah, I haven't, uh, I was telling someone, I, was going, I haven't fucking bothered with getting involved in like scrapping and fighting for it. He went, fucking battered that kid on that building site, I forgot all about it. And you know what? I, I literally, I, I, and I had to give some fucking kid that I had on a building site a couple of years ago, and that was like the only time that, and I, but I had to. It wasn't even, I'd walked away once. Yeah. And no, I was just on a site, and like, no, no, the old party where this young kid, I'd walked in and said, all right, mate, to the spa, how long have you been? 10 minutes, I'm at Sarah's, I'm walking out, another kid walks in. I said, all right, mate, what, and he went, what do you want to fucking do? What? I was right in my face, and I'm like, how long going to be? And wow, and he fronted me, proper fronted me, and he was honest to God, he was like about 23, about fucking 10 stone. <laughs> but I was like, I had my hat on, I thought like a bit of an owl fella, so I just went, fucking, I walked outside, and I'm like, outside going like, oh, yeah, God. you're fucking thinking. Blood's boiling, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking blood's boiling. I'm fucking battered him there, yeah. but glad I walked away, don't <laughs> You know, I don't want to go back to, and he walked back out there again. <laughs> he walked back out because I was still, because I was still fuming. He, he front, because he'd seen me as a ah, shit house then. He come over and went right in my face again. And I fucking battered him. And I mean, and I, I would have killed him. I was literally, I had him and I was about to fucking cabbage him, you know what I mean? But his mate got me around the neck. I would have been going to jail because I was gone then. But that was like a proper liberty. Like That was like a, a, a young kid trying to bully someone. I was, and I was, I went there to bully him, and I give him, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, but I give him a walkover once, yeah. and I, I'd sort of like, oh, fuck that, like, but that's one of them where yeah, I couldn't walk away from, I couldn't walk away twice, you know, and like, because then, then I'd go, nah, I'm a fucking, takes a bit, you know it what takes I mean? a bit, no, Joe, I, I walked it. away once, yeah. and that was being the bigger man, yeah, and I literally, when he come out, I still, I just looked at him, I didn't even like try and pull him again, I just, and he'd seen that as, he, as a, my like, walking away is a weakness yeah. and I swear but then I'm like oh, fucking that's, that's oh. see that's the issue right people see like you've changed right yeah you've changed, like, nobody you didn't have a clue who I was he, I was just a tile on a building site yeah. and I had an hat on and he wouldn't have recognised me because he's a different generation yeah. he wouldn't. He hasn't thought I'll put it on him because he's, he's an ex-boxer he hasn't had a clue about that he's been totally blind yeah. I, and the kid went on I believe his half fella used to work the doors and, and he went again and went oh did you do so what did you do he went his alpha said to me probably you obviously fucking deserved it because he's not that type of person so don't don't so that kid that day then the rest of the well the rest of, he come back on the site about a week later and honestly i was only going, i was going to even get him and go listen uh, but i thought no i don't need to i don't need to get him and, and tell him off because 
he put a t- he had a tail between his legs. He had his head down, and he wouldn't even look at me. Then I thought he's fucking learned his lesson. He doesn't need me to tell him that he's learned his lesson. He, yeah. he knows. And that kid now will go through the rest of his life, and he won't he won't judge a book by its cover, and he won't he won't take liberties or try and bully yeah. people. That had to be done that time. That was a time where something good came from it. But me years ago, I I I'd, I'd, I'd be the one trying to I'd, I'd be the one trying to step in when someone else was on the back foot yeah. I'd be the one I'd involve myself like I, I like what you've done in that in that jail I'd, I'd see someone on the back foot yeah. getting bullied because I knew I could handle myself and I could, I could rebel without a cause again yeah. I, 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 I'd hate to see people getting bullied because I've been there and being bullied in the past myself do you know what I mean yeah that's where that's how I got stabbed just stepping in for something that wasn't same, even my yeah, problem same it's like, me. you know yeah. like, it's like me mate said it to me a while ago he said you know what Bill you turn a corner in life it doesn't mean yeah. you turn into abuse yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's, it, you know, yeah. that's what we do. We change. It's still in you, isn't it? It's still in you. Yeah. And I, I like yourself, it. Joe. I like to take a deep breath and yeah. separate the men from the boys and go. Yeah. And yeah. Just walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. the way I look and, and the way you know I'm built, yeah. Yeah. kind of puts you. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. yeah. People think that like they want to like yeah. you know test try it on with you. And sometimes it's, it can help it can yeah. to be a bit of a coping mm. mechanism because mm. I'm fucking you know I'm afraid. Mm. Mm. Of not you, of what you can do to me, so what I can do to myself, That's and it. where I take myself. It's not like I've always said this. It's like it's, mm. I'm not scared of fucking fighting. It's fucking yeah. not a problem. It's yeah. like it's the consequences. The yeah, the where mm. you go, your family, your friends. You know yeah. the feelings that you. Because I bet you felt yeah. shit about yourself yeah. after you battered that kid. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you didn't. No, do you know what? Right. Um, in, in that case, right. You thought it was justified. In, in that, that way. case, yeah. it was completely. I, I didn't feel any regret or yeah. remorse That's for him, right? I yeah. thought you he needed that. you need that fucking lesson because if I were me, either being bullying someone for yeah. nothing, I thought he need that lesson. So I was like, and, and I was thought, no, he deserved it. But in, in that case, that was one of them. But even now, these days, like I, even like, I used to even like if someone had, if someone had, like cut me up on the road. I'd, I'd see that as a personal liberty. I'd see that yeah, as like yeah, I've got to fucking stop I, that myself. Sh- yeah. No, but I know, but I've stopped it years yeah. ago. I, I swear. But in, in my late teens and early twenties, uh, I'd like take it as a personal attack. I, I've chased people, cut them up, and I've cut them off, parked in front of them, and I've got them out the car. And fucking, I, 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 I had a, I had a proper, proper straightener with this big fella in a van on a, on Scotty Road because he cut me up and I went after him cut him off chased him up got him out the guy and we had a fucking proper tear up he could fucking scrap us <laughs> at one point I thought fuck I've bit of more than I can chew here because he fucking had it and we had a proper over the road rage thing and you know now yeah like fast forward 15 or 20 years when someone cuts me up on the road now I just I just smile and I go because and, and, and I'll mate educated me at this but he went look the minute you lose your temper in a road rage thing or anything similar to that, you've lost. He said, because the chances are they're gone on their way, don't even know you're upset and you're screaming at the fucking no one and you're like left with anger and they're gone. You've got no yeah. team behind you. It's like you're drinking so, the poison. So now I just go like that. I go like that. I just stay calm and just like, even when, you know, I, just, I don't even bite to their road rage yeah. and things. I'm, yeah. I'm in a completely different mindset and mental state these days where it takes a lot it takes really takes a lot to even get I'm, me to i'm still learning engage so, do you know what i mean but there's yeah, one for you yeah there's one for you with the road rage because uh, you can learn from that because because you're, you're i started uh, late to be fair driving yeah, because <laughs> yeah yeah because you have been driving because you're, you're like you can look after yourself 99 times out of 100 whoever's cut you up you can, you can, you can fill them in or, yeah, or you yeah. can like you can tell them off 
Do you know what I mean? What about that fucking one of the under pay? Drivers with me. What about that one of the under fella gets out of the car? Do you know what I mean? And you go fucking hell, and you go fucking fills you there. Do you know what I mean? That's what there's that chance, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So now, I mean, I've had, I've had no, I've had no, I haven't been able to drive for a year. I've had a year of no driving. I got done for it. No insured. I was insured. I was literally insured. I, 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 I was insured, but I couldn't change my policy except for by email. Done it by email, and I got a thing saying, "Go and drive. You're safe." And the, the, the busiest point, you're not insured. So I had to go through court, reapply for my license to get the points removed, and I've just got my license back. You know what I mean? Is so that use the points? Did he take all the points? Have... I had six points. Anyway, and he said, "There's six more, six more for no insurance." I went, "I'm insured." Look, there's the correspondence. He went, to, "I've got to wait to go to court. I went to wait to get in front of the court to pursue all this evidence." And it took me a year. Honest to God, I went. To, I went to our sunny school on my bike, right, to get him from school, and he was obviously a bit embarrassed and that. And I went, "Come on, I'm going to get the train," and um, I'm going to back. I give it to Tiki. He went. What's a takey? He didn't know what a takey was. He didn't know what a takey was. I went, what? He, he jumped on the back of the bike. I rode him to the train station. And then I'd go and get him. And he'd go, eh, kiss a takey. You know what I mean? And, mm. and that, you learned Sims. That was the good that come from me. Uh, my other little boy, Lenny, in like a mountain bike carrier on my back when I had him. Yeah. Getting him to and from work and like carrying him around. So it's been a tough time. It's been a tough time. But the parts of it have been great. Do you know brilliant, what I mean? Yeah, but I'm ready to start driving again now, to be honest with you. Because sometimes my bird, like my bird, great. She's like, yeah, I'll run you. She's got a white mech, right? Mm. And she's like, don't get me wrong, it's fucking hard. I put my tools in and go, oh, your car doesn't get my fucking tools dirty. Do you know what I mean? Because it can yeah. <laughs> She'd kill me for saying this, but a car, you want to see it. But she's been running me like, I'm a bit of tools. I've been doing a little bit of tile and work yeah. and that. Like, but now I'm ready to just like start, well, get get something to drive. Like, well, probably next week now because it's uh, it's been it's, it's you realise how much you rely on being able to drive, know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's, 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 it's trains and buses and all that for the last years being hard, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it just mm. it just robs your feet, don't it, when you haven't got a car. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, it's been mad. So your world's a bit bigger when you you're driving, I always say that to me, mate. Yeah. You've been like fucking sitting on the bus for years. Yeah. So you need to pass it. That's been me for the last yeah, year. Yeah, can imagine. That's been me for the oh, last I year. I know, I know. It's been I'll be tough. on one of them lucky bikes or something. It's been tough, but anyway, I'm I'm through it now. I've got my license back, so it's just so gonna little one. What's uh, so what what are you did you have a you've got a I know somewhere you had a business, Go Green, is it or No, no, I, no, I've got I've got a burger van. Okay, yeah. so we had it we had it um, we had an organic food business. But we opened it just as lockdown started. Ah. So it was a bad time to open a business. So, but the building we were in only had 18 months time in it because they're building on there, they're building apartments on there. And we knew that. So as the second lockdown hit, it was just time to get away from that. And I, I bought a burger van. I've got a burger van there. Um, now, I've had the burger van out quite a bit and it's good and it's boss and like, you know, we have good good events and all that, but I've got, I've got a load of construction work on. I've got a lot of construction work on at the minute. Um, really good work. And... I'm finding that I've got a lot of work on and I'm managing sites and delegating men and blah, blah, blah through the week and then weekends. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to run the burger van and I've got no time for my kids and yeah, family, yeah. do you know what I mean? I so I, I'm, I'm going to, well, the burger van is sold or just about to sell. So that's going the burger van. Me, me, my second youngest boy, Lenny, um, I only get him every the weekend. Um, it was like, it was a, really really you know what I mean it was a tough it was tough on that like but I get him every other weekend and I can how old is he now he's nearly four wow. he's nearly four do you know what I mean but he's, he's, he's a boss little kid but I, you know, I can only get him every other weekend because of the situation with my ex you know what I mean so it's it's a it's a, it's a horrible one to be honest and it's the only thing in my life where I struggle with because the rest of my life me and my bed are fucking boss and best mates mm. hey, little girl's great 
Do you know what I mean? If he's to an ex-partner, but she's she's a boss little best mate of mine. Our son, he's great. He gets on great with Jodie. The baby's fucking fantastic. Mm. It's just a little fella, Lenny, who who is causes the little problems because his man obviously sees us happy and blah 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 and just tries to cause problems, which happens, doesn't it? A lot. So I get him every other weekend. Um, I try to just give him a nice weekend and enjoy it. So I can't be giving me time to anything else when I yeah, only get yeah, him so course, little. I've yeah. never had that. Um, and, it, and it's hard, you know what I mean? I don't see him for a, a, a period of time. You know, like, and it's, I'd rather have him with us a lot more, but it is what it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I made the mistake of having, having, having a baby to a person I should never have been with, do you know what I mean? And a lot of people have made that mistake, but when you get someone pregnant after six weeks, it's fucking already a mistake, innit? Because you don't know that person, yeah. do you? No, you haven't, you know you haven't, you haven't developed that relationship. You don't know that person, and I didn't, be, know, I didn't know that person, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I started late, me, Joe. Yeah. Like, I got told I could never have kids because of, like, the diagnosis, and yeah. I've got a little 18-month boy now, and I have think you? it's, yeah, it's just amazing. Oh. It's the most... The most, I, I see that, that's why when I'm made listening up, to you yeah. talking about your, your children, up, yeah. I just... Yeah. You know, you know. I, just, I know, I know, it's, you know what... I grew up thinking, and you're 47, 40, 48. So, now, so you took it till 47 40s. or 46 yeah. to find out what life's really about. Exactly, and what I mean? understand now that for me to have a child yeah. at an earlier age, yeah. would, yeah. I would never have been a dad. Yeah. I thought you don't would, know though, but, you I, don't, you know, I know, but, but it changes you. I know because I, I had my daughter at 19, but and I it changed me. I, do you know I, what I mean? I think the problem, for, I think the problem with me though at the time was like I was yeah. still, still using, yeah. and I thought having kids would yeah. make me stop. Now, yeah. like like for your brother, yeah. I mean, you were talking about your brother, you had five yeah. kids. And I couldn't stop. Well, yeah, couldn't so there again, you were doing to that so extent. Where to that abortion. extent, I was, I was trying mm. to like find an outside mean for yeah. me mm. to to stop using. Yeah. I thought a kid would do it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I had a lot of like problems with girls in the past that mm. like terminated pregnancy. So that kind of like yeah. I had a lot yeah, of, yeah, yeah. I lacked yeah. a lot of trust in relationships. Yeah. And yeah. I met this girl, um, a lot younger than me. Is this your lad's one? Yeah, so yeah. Is he a little boy? Yeah, yeah. What's his name? What's his name? Yeah. Albie. Albie, yeah, So yeah. He's, he was in the cocktail this morning. Was he, yeah, on the, yeah. On the bags. Already? Yeah. Got him with the gloves, I'll show you later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great kid. Boss. Uh, Boss. Got bit by the dog last night. He's one of them. He's just... No, he, not he attacks the dog. Is he ginger? Mousy-ish. Like, Mousy-ish, yeah, yeah. Mousy-ish, yeah. Our yeah. Lenny, our Lenny's he's great, you know what I mean? And the kids love him. Like, and our son, great with him. Valentina... Who's Jodie's daughter, like sort of my stepdaughter? She did, they, they love them, they're all bossed together, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the baby, little Roman, got a little one, Roman, he's only seven and a half months, and like, and he's, he's just, you know, we're best mates, and it's all great. And then the fact we only get Lenny every the weekend, he's the one, no, he's great when he, but he's the one missing a little bit, yeah, you know what I mean? And, and that's the only thing where. You know, not that I struggle with it because it is what it is, and like, I have to. Accept I can't it, let yeah. that. I can't let like you know a, a bitter, nasty ex destroy our happiness, and I don't mm-hmm. because me, me, we're getting married next day, but next next summer or spring, but no, we're just fucking best mates. They're happy, and we've got a new baby together, and everything's good in our life, and we can't let any negative, toxic energy take that away. Yeah, and people will try and use a child to do that, which happens a lot. Yeah. You know, a load of people, same as me, who don't even see their children because. Exactly. And it's I horrible. see. I'm, 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 I feel lucky that I'm, I'm in a relationship and yeah. it's, it's loving and it's I'm caring. Made up, yeah. made and the babies, the baby, yeah. so, uh, you know, I, I, I get up, I get up, yeah, that. I get up and mm. see him every morning. You mm. know, and um, what was yeah? No, listen to this, right? Honest to God, like, 
Ah, Lenny has his troubles and um, he has troubles in the nursery and he loses temper and blah, blah, blah. And when, when he, you know, when she was pregnant with him, that's the way it was. Volatile and angry, nasty, toxic. Yeah. Ah, Roman, my little one, right through her pregnancy, we were just best mates right the yeah. way through. All we done was laugh, smile, be happy. And, and he, all the babies, he literally, all he knows is happiness, that's, smile. That's exactly what and he that's knows. that's because the, the environment he grew in and what he mm, knows yeah. in his day-to-day life, do you know what I mean? And it shows him, from that stage, it shows you from even in the womb, yeah. in that kid the way they are, and you you see it in your. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. He has a name. There's no. There's no. There's no. There's no anger. He's just happy. You know what I mean? Happy. Yeah. And that's the way a child naturally is. Exactly. Yeah. Unless outside influences affect. And that's. You know I, I think mean? that's what happened to me growing up. Like as as, yeah. as other kids growing up, of a product yeah. of a bad environment yeah, or a bad yeah. situation. Same as us. Same as all us. Yeah. Even though my mum and dad were together. Mm. My dad drank a lot and he was volatile. He smashed yeah. the house up. When I seen it, witnessed it, yeah. watched my dad batter my ma. Yeah. You know, got to a point where I thought it was normal because I didn't know. Was he violent to Yeah, I, I got battered every day. I used to get battered and, and, and then wonder what was what had done wrong. So yeah. I was thinking, yeah. so I, I used to grow just really, really confused. Get yeah. so standing. I the same. Yeah, I was getting battered. I didn't know thinking. what the fuck was going on. I was like, yeah. I, I used to go, what the fuck? Why, why am I getting? And but he used to then blame us. Yeah. I, I listened to this. We lived on a, on a tower block, and he used to say, "I'm gonna fucking go and throw myself off that veranda out there because of you." Yeah. Because I'm done. Yeah. Like so mental torture, not just physical, but enough yeah. mental fucking horrible. And I look and I go, I look at my kids now. How much you love them, and I, was, I can't yeah. say boot to them. And do you know I what? I love them that much, and I go, "How can you be that fucked up?" I, I was like, "How can I, you be like?" Do you that? know what? I look at me. I I asked me question. My mum, my dad passed away. I can't say that so. Mm. A few years ago now, and um, yeah. I say to my mum, How was your relationship? I'm sorry, go the, on, you the, say the, to mum, yeah. The relationship, right? No, fair enough, that's a fair point, that mm. because the relationship, right, growing up was like mm. it was horrible, you know. Yeah. And I, had, I used to, I used to, I'm not messing, you always yeah. have nightmares, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I blamed, right? I blamed the fact that I used a lot of drugs mm. to, 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 to get away from the, to get away from the, to get them at all, that, yeah. So, um, you know, I took, you know, the drug, the drug kind of addiction happened when. I couldn't live in the house with them, but I was only young and I couldn't go anywhere else. So I'd, I'd end up in the streets for longer than normal. Mm. And then I'd mix with drunk people. And anyway, I ended up taking that. But I'd say the last 10 years of his life, I kind of got to a point where he understood um, his demons and I, and, I, and I built that relationship up with him. And I forgave him. I looked in his eyes That's one day. Good, yeah, yeah. I looked in his eyes one day and I seen all the pain. And I, he couldn't speak. He, couldn't, yeah. he had selective thinking. He didn't yeah. remember nothing. Yeah, you know, he'd say, yeah. you know, don't you know why I'm fucking yeah. well? Fucking yeah. hell. It's only yeah, two yeah. in prison and a, yeah, yeah. And a massive element yeah, of addiction. So, um, the last, you know, he held his hand when he passed away, and yeah. Yeah. it was the first time he ever said he loved me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. I believed him, mm. Mm. you know, because he used mm. to say it when he was pissed. He wasn't under any medication yeah. at the time. He, he said it, and, you know, he said it, he said it in a way, but it was only me and him. And he went to mm. love you, Sean. You mm. know that, don't you? And mm. um, I kind of said, yeah. And, and, and that, I, I felt like, I could let go and, and, and let go a little bit of love and go okay forgive yeah forgive uh, it's nice it's a nice place to be and yours is it's, it's scary how, um, how similar yours is to mine but mine involves all that but then I've also been like, had off by family members and yeah. he, was, he was the root cause of it and like had off financially yeah. and then I had, my little brother sued me for unfair dismissal and yeah. I gave him a job you know what I mean and it was forced by him and my little brother apologised he went look it wasn't me it was him and that yeah. was just because of Bitterness and jealousy towards me, it's scary. But it is, yeah. and even now, I haven't, I haven't spoke to me, my, my little sister. For he's always been good to, and this is all still caused by him, and he's still causing it. Yeah. And honestly, is he God, still alive? He's still alive. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen him since fucking two thousand and seven. I've seen him passing by, yeah. but 
I don't think he's ever going to come to the stage where he realizes what he's done. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, it's, it's, and what he's accused me of. Things yeah. like that. I'm not him, because I'm complete. Because I'm so different. Yeah, I think it, he can't. He hates the fact that I, I I'm a. I'm I'm a I'm a success story yeah. compared to it because he never never ever done any or achieved it and I wasn't even a good father but I'm a really good dad and that's exactly you know I mean? the same the same. Joe, you know, mm. my dad never he was he was he was a social scrounger. I wrote about it. He's a mm. social scrounger. He yeah. he sat sit here and I just watch fucking like fucking mm. oscillation all day spending the money that we had and I used to think we used to sit there fucking paralysed sitting on the couch in uh, fear uh, you know waiting for the next kick off and that was like the, the unpredictable that was because of how much he hates himself yeah oh yeah I, 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 that's what we had all our unpredictable yeah. fear I didn't yeah. it got to a stage where yeah. I, could, I could take the beatings yeah yeah, yeah. I could take yeah, them yeah. it was the unpredictable when yeah. is it going to happen yeah. you know like yeah. marching up and down behind you with your, and you had your hands on your head and think fucking just do it because yeah. I'm like flinching and yeah, that's horrible for a child but think about it like, if you look back look you're living that and experiencing it, but looking back now as a child, I look at my my children, right? I look at them, yeah. Even, I like even Jodie's, me, 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 you know, me, me girls, little girl Valentina. I live with her day to day, mm. and I, 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 I am lovely to her. I look after her like she as if she's, you know what I mean. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, she's got a dad, and I'm not a dad. We know that, but. I treat her like my own. Yeah. I treat her like like I treat my other kids. She's just a child. Just, it, I just be nice to her, play with her, have a laugh for her. Play, be, 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 and that's exactly. Do what you know what I mean? And that's that's what kids need yeah. from whoever the adults are in their life. Do you know and what I mean? Same, Joe. My 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 partner's got two kids, and the dad's great. He's great. He's, yeah. he's good in the life. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm, they live with us. You know but you look after them, and I look after them, and make sure they've got whatever they need and whatever they want. That's and it. You just treat them properly as a father figure. Yeah, you know and I'm, I'm, I'm a share to play. You know, yeah. you know that. Yeah, like, gotta be, yeah. Fucking clean your room and stuff, yeah, but that's that's yeah. just as far as it goes. That's normal stuff. But going back to what you said, right mm. from that beginning, we come full circle. I look at my little boy now and think to mm. myself, you know what? Mm. How could I? Mm. I question my mum. You know, I go, mum, did my dad ever yeah. as a kid? Because yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. growing up the first, yeah. I could probably the first eighteen months to two years. You're not going to remember. Fuck, no. I mean, you yeah. briefly you're there, you get glimpses. Your earliest memories from about five. Yeah, you'll have a. It's called like infantile amnesia. So yeah. your earliest memories, your brain connections, they don't really form until around the age of yeah. five for that memory. So it's around five, your first memories. That's mad, right? Yeah, around five. Yeah. So around five, when you start getting flashbacks of what was going on, that period in your life. But you see, you see, your, um, you see your, your little boy, you see that he's into yeah. that. He knows who you are, he calls yeah. your dad and all that. Yeah. 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 You know, I can't remember anything at his age. Yeah. Um, and I used to ask my mum. I know what you mean, thinking he was never there. No. Never around much. He had six of us. Yeah, like, so, so but we, there was five of us, right? Yeah. Well, four until my sister was born, in, in, in sorry, my little brother was born, my youngest brother, in, in 1994. But I look back and I can't remember any any any, any posit, positive stuff. No. I can't remember any no, any I, happiness. I can't. I can't, as a kid, <laughs> I, I can remember misery yeah. and my ma crying and being upset fucking Christmas Day and I was yeah. consoling because we had fuck all. Yeah. And then I remember like... I remember fucking beatings and getting shouted at. I can't remember any nice days out no. and nice trips. All I can't remember fuck you off. You never had an holiday uh, job. Do you know what I mean? I, no. We, did, we, did, we no. just got like left to just crack on. Yeah. And then when we got to like where we become into big men, it was just gone. Yeah. And we were just like, right, what the fuck are we doing now? Same. You know what I mean? What are we doing now? Your mum made the decision later on when uh. we were old enough uh. instead of doing it when we were younger. Uh. I think, you know, she, she got to understand that she was struggling with six kids. You know, she felt the need. She was in fear, but you know, yeah, fear, and then so she she couldn't make that break because no, that decision. You know, and to be honest with you, my mum just got left. She yeah. she she got like cheated on and left. She was heartbroken. You know what I mean? Even still in like fucking nineteen ninety five or something, 
but she was still like, oh, he's cheating and blah, 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 because he was away doing selling whatever he was doing down in Wales. But So she went all through that suffering, then just got like fucked off, left me yeah. mad with those kids look after. And I, there, was, there wasn't even any contact really, it wasn't even like, how's the kids? Oh, yeah. fucking like, do you know what I mean? Or there was nothing, there was no like, just that's it, I'm gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? After yeah. all the years of like fucking crap, yeah. then I'm just gone. Just, yeah, leave you with it. Till I, do you know what I mean? It's sad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm. I'm so so similar, Joe. Yeah, so it is, similar. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. And I think that I can understand how your brother and, and some, you know, how, how the way it turned out. The way it turned. Even, yeah. even my relationships now with my brother, and my sister, my younger brother, like they're Flaxes, fractured and yeah. fragmented because of the common denominator is him. My, my little brother, I raised him really. Yeah. I, I looked after him, and me and our kids took him. I took him to when I took my daughter to. Disney World when I was doing well in 2007 I had a few quid and I went come on I'll take you with us yeah. took him to Disney when he was all 12 and we and I always was there with him took him the match looked after him and he knows that he remembers that yeah. but then when he come back on the scene after my ma died he sort of like so I take the glory yeah they started like you know being with him I, I think our Andrew said he has looked after him in ways but yeah good so it was about time he did start looking after one of your fucking yeah. children you know what I mean but to force him into court against me for yeah. unfair dismissal that just didn't happen yeah. and I, I closed a company because I went paying, I was I was going to pay me um my brother and my younger cousin who would give two apprenticeships. After about a dozen times, tell them they got to fucking work, you know, mm. to get all he wanted was the only key, only Friday. We got wages every Friday. They didn't want to work. They were like mm. hiding in rooms on sites. In the end, I went, no, come on, fucking do one. Uh, he got them to solicitors. I they would have come and apologised. They might look, we want our job back. They'd have been back. Yeah, yeah. And that that's the extent of what the. The jealousy of like and like the fact that I had a go in my life, yeah. And he never, he, he forced me, me little brother in court against me. Like, what kind of fucking man does that? Imagine to, seeing your two two kids like, getting caught <laughs> against each other, and and like you you forced it. Imagine that. Yeah. It, it, it beggars belief, doesn't it? It's also, it's also, you know, that's the mindset that you're but, in. But the good for me, which I always try to look after good. Do you know what I mean? Because Everything what I've been through, right? Now, honest to God, even though I went through a horrible, toxic, poisonous relationship with little Lenny's, and like, but I just, I knew I was too good for it. I knew I needed out of it. Hmm. And I did. And like, the last store came when we went to Gran Canaria. I thought I'd lost our son in a foreign airport because of it. My little lad, my fucking best mate, and my little lad. I had to leave for five minutes sitting in a cafe because she wanted to cause murder because I covered his legs up with a coat. It's like, to keep his legs warm. And murder for nothing. Yeah. And I got home and I've got to get out of this. I've got to get out of this. So I got out of it. Fucking got away. Said, look, blah, blah, blah. And um, I got I got back with a girl I was with years ago, Jodie, who's my, my, my girl and I'm my partner. Honest to God, we've just had the most peaceful, happy fucking 18 month period or so of our whole lives. Yeah. Just like, because you, you, your home life, your family life, I've realised now it's fucking everything. I've never, I've never, I've never in my whole life had that peaceful, stable, happy, normal, solid family life ever. It's always been fractured, um, toxic, drama, drama yeah, like violent. Black when we was kids, then go and then I'd be with women who I shouldn't have been with, but you think you should be with them because you're in with them, and then yeah, you've got a kid them, together. And them, and yeah. But then you, I used to go like that to myself and go, do you know what? Like I, I used to say. 85% good, 15% bad. You can live with that. Yeah. That's sustainable. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I had fucking 50 50 yeah, or yeah. worse yeah. life yeah. from the get go. 50 50 or worse. Oh, that was probably 40 fucking 60. Listen, <laughs> I, I, so, honest to God, and I was going, what the fuck am I doing wrong? I yeah. thought, 
I'm a good fella. I work hard. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not out all the time party. I'm not a pisshead. I yeah. look after myself. What am I doing wrong? But Ted doesn't do yeah. fucking nothing wrong yeah. because I haven't changed as a person. I just haven't worked along with people. Yeah. And honestly, I got to go like that. I, I call, I call my bear Jody to be unicorn because mm. of that ray. People like hearing that ray. Do you know what I mean? And I go, I come home every day to a smile. And we, and we just like we just get on and be mates and we got engaged. And that was meant to be. Yeah, no, it was yeah. meant to meant to be anyway. I, honestly, yeah. God, I, I could have, could have had it years ago. And I, I, I was I just come out of a ten year horrible relationship. Fuck this! I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to fucking where to go? I went to Vegas. I went to Ibiza. I was just fucking like, but that was 2012 at the time. I just come out of me five yeah. years old, me ma, and I and I moved house and all that. And I went, I, I went. To, but now I go, I go. Fucking hell! This is what life's meant to be like. This is like we you know you go home from work after a long day. I go home after work for a long day. I Look feel it, feel yeah. good. Within an hour, it'd be fucking destroyed. Yeah. Now I go home after a bad day. I know I'm gonna get made to feel better. Yeah. I know I'm gonna get your, your home life is literally everything. You know that like that with that unit base, yeah. that unit and that that person, that person. I like the, the relationships and the experience I've had and and, that, the and, that, and there's loads of people watching this now. Joe, so gonna go. You know what? I'm right, telling I'm you, I'm walking. I'm walking into a war zone every yeah, fucking day. I'm right. telling you, look, anyone, right? Anyone, I'm telling you now, this is your life. You get fucking one shot. It's not a not a trial run, right? If you're not getting, yeah, I'll even go back to what I said before, 85, 15, like, but, mate, ours is 1982, and I'm not even just shot, I know, like, we've been together for, like, um, more than 18 months, but, if you go, okay, but that might change, it won't. If your, if your, if your, if your relationship is going to be a horrible, shitty one, you know, by the end of year one, you know, yeah, year one, you've got, you've got a, a blueprint, going forward right yeah you're at the end of yeah. year one you've hardly argued your best mate you're getting on you're having a laugh everything's good i say to her we go well i can a fucking eternal honeymoon period you know what i mean like we won't we won't come out of this it'll soulmates. be yeah we're soulmates and yeah, i used to i used to see that term i used to see that term a lot and go what does that mean yeah i don't get it that's just something that people say when they're happy like they're excited and, they all, I mean, and everyone can be guilty of throwing smiles on facebook know what and, I mean? and stuff yeah, yeah all for this but literally this is i know what a soulmate yeah. is now and i know like i can't like i literally can't wait to marry her like next year Brilliant. i can't wait to just spend the rest of our life because i know we'll stay best mates which Brilliant. she's literally got me back and everybody i've never had that i've always had women who work against me or just want to take off me or mm. if i do something that they don't like i'm i'm i'm, I'm a horrible bastard i'm this and that i'm not mm. good enough i'm a, know what i mean now I've just, now I've got like she says to me she goes you're the best man in the world brilliant you're the best man in the whole world and she fucking really believes it and I don't do nothing extraordinary <laughs> yeah. I just like I just like go to work I train I, I I'll cook the tea now and again some sometimes I'll go yeah I'll cook the she cooks fucking yeah. nearly every night she has the baby like we've got a seven month old you know what it's like when night feeds oh, and yeah. all that she has the baby. Like nine times out of ten through the night. Yeah, so does my bed. So yeah, yeah, you give yeah, her that. She's yeah, good. you go and have a good sleep. I'll sort yeah. them. And she's fucking sometimes she's knackered her eyes like that. I go, yeah, you have a night off. She wakes up the next day. She goes, oh, I can't believe you've done that for me. Yeah. I go, he's my son too. He's my son as well. You know, like, you know what I mean? It's my job. She goes, yeah. I know, but like, I feel like a new woman. I feel deadly refreshing yeah. up to the morning. Bomb to the gym. Come out loads of energy. Do you know what I mean? Because I take in the gym with me as well. You know when it, she yeah. goes, she works because she works overnight in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So when she's sleeping through the day, she's got to sleep. Yeah. The only time she's a little, she's woke up a little bit early to do this for me because she was working last night. But that's okay. She's, but he's eighteen months now, isn't he? Yeah, so we, yeah. I'm assuming he'll be sleeping pretty much. Sleep. Oh, we sleep right through. Do you know what yeah, I mean? But now cool. our baby's still getting up a couple of times. Every four like or five hours. Yeah. Yeah, but he's getting a lot. 
had a chicken pox the other week, but he's uh, he's well better now. But um, we we work between each other. But um, honestly, like like just something so simple like that, just yeah, grateful yeah, just for yeah. me. And I, I'm going, but like, but like I'm a start as well. Whereas yeah. in the past, <laughs> I'd have to do night on, night off, fucking yeah. night feeds. I've always tried to do my bit, but nowhere like she just like takes control of everything. Yeah. But it's just it's good to be in at, at like the age I'm at now, 40, 42, I couldn't be asked with honest to God. Literally after like the last thing with, with Lenny's mum, I was mm-hmm. like. Oh, yeah, you're don't you? I, I, yeah, me, me and me and me and Jody always had like a, a special connection. Know what I mean? What? And like we, I always had in my head that I'd, I'd end up back with her, and then when we did, I was like, "Fucking hell!" And like it's just had uh, peaceful now. Brilliant. And we like we've got our ambitions and our goals, and we, you know, we've got our plans together, and we've got, you know what I mean? She's got like she's as well as a hairdresser. She's got like and she's got new little hair extensions. She's getting out there. What she bought from China. I, I've got a lot going on my construction. And the plan is. Um, in like, my two boys are with us. It is a bit cramped in the house where we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sound where we are, but in like three years, we plan to move out, move one more time, have a little bit of a bigger house. Not not an extravagant, not massive, yeah. but something bigger I, than what you're I, in. Yeah. And have one more. She goes, go, we'll have one more kid. She goes, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, That's what she says. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you might too, might yeah. you? You might yeah. too. I will. I your bed. She's thirty odd. Thirty odd. Yeah, she's, same as mine. So you, you know, you've got one mid thirty. So yeah. You've got She's one. got twelve years on me, so I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you've got one. Um, me, me and me and Jodie have only got our own together. Okay, so I've got I've got three other kids, and she's got little Valentina to someone. So we've got f- like five between yeah. us, even though my daughter's twenty two. But we go. It'd be nice to have one more together, just yeah. so we've got two from like both from us. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So that's yeah. part. That's a little plan we've got down the line. Get that's married, nice. move again in a few years, and then. Um, Maybe have one more baby. Do you know what I mean? Brilliant, John. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So you know what? So I've, I've loved looking mm. at this chat, honestly. Yeah. But we're coming to the end now, right? Yeah. Uh, and I always say this, right? Yeah. Because it's important. Is there any? So is there any pearls of wisdom? Is there anything you'd say to a young mm. Joe Ainscroft coming through the doors of life? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because you know why? I say them to young Sonny Ainscroft. Yeah, right? Ainscroft. Because he's my little lad, right? Yeah. And like I just see. Honest to God, right? He's 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 incredible. I see him as like I go to him. Wow, he he blows me away daily. Do you know what I mean? He's my best mate now. To to to, to see where his mental state is and mindset is. A couple of years ago, he was about eight, and he went to yeah, Adad. We walked down the canal. By we lived in Magor at the time, and uh, he went. He went back. Didn't believe me. He went to him. I'm gonna dive. I'm gonna jump in that canal in a minute. I was going. Oh, fuck you not. Shut up. As if like and you know, it was like going dark. Cold, wintry, you don't jump on that canal. He's going out, and I go, you know, some wine and muffins going over there. So we're walking up and down. Like, I know when he goes right, goes over, gets on this um, <laughs> this bridge, right? And I'm going, come on, stop it, soft lad. You're not going to do it. You're not going to shut up, wait. I'm going, like, no, look, you don't know what's under there. It's dark. He's only got a t shirt on, like that. He goes, um, and I, so in the end, I'm, I'm filming him, and I go, "Come on, lad, down! I'm going home." And he goes, "Give me what? Give me five seconds. Count me down from five. And I mean, he won't do it. And he next thing he just goes, "Fuck!" I've just bombs into this freezing oh, cold canal, right? And I fucking laugh at me head off, right? And he just jumps out. He's happy for you. I told you to do it. I told you to do it. You know what I mean? But like just that, I get where where his head's at. Like yeah. his, almost his little belief and his little like strength of mind thinking yeah. himself. But he's just that um. He's just a boss little lad, but um, for pearls of wisdom wise, going back to that, I just say to him, I go, lad, look, if you want to achieve anything in life, right, 
first of all you've got to really really want it and believe in it right but then you've got to put the work in for that to match yeah. it so don't 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 say you want something and you really really want to achieve something but then you're not prepared to go out of comfort zone and do the work okay um I've said to him, I said, look, you know, now and again, I still have a little bevy now and again. I still like, because I did when I was younger and I did, mm. but I wish I never ever started drinking at 14, 15, because you know why? I wouldn't have been a good fighter. I'd have been a, an excellent elite level fighter. Mm. Without that, in the background, one of my good mates, Neil Perkins, I don't see him anymore these days. He is is the most naturally gifted boxer I've ever met, ever seen. Mm. He, he was at the level, he was the level of, Carl Frotch, he was the level of maybe even can I, he was a super super elite level fighter and he got to that level, but he was he was drinking heavily from the age of fifteen. He went he went to the weigh-in for the novice ABAs on a bender. His first tournament, he went that way. He'll tell you this. He went that weigh-in on a bender, still off from the night before, weighed in, come back and went back to the party till the end of the Sunday, boxed on the Tuesday and beat beat Rocky Fielding's Alpha. That's what that's what he Crazy, where he was at, yeah. and then he went on to win two ABA titles. Well, bro, honest to God, without drinking drugs, if drinking drugs didn't exist, Neil Perkins would be a multi multi millionaire. Okay, but the booze destroyed him. I just don't have to have so many people. Mm. I say to him, do us a favour. I don't want you to drink ever. Even when you may start drinking, start having a joint and all like that. I don't want you to drink ever because you've got something. Yeah. He's a good little boxer. You know what I mean? I don't coach him. He coach goes. You know, but I, I see him. I take him a little bit of pads, and I'll go to him. Come on, let's go for the one. Go, come on. Yeah, do the day. I mean, so you done a form in a plank when you were um, when you were about eight. I said, "Come on, let's do it again." You haven't done it for years. Do it night, and he's just done it. A form in a plank, but for an eleven-year-old, it's good going. It's brilliant. It's good going. Do you know what I mean? So I believe in him. But as for kids, I just go look. First of all, stay off the green. Stay off the green. It's shite. Melt your brain. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to do fuck all. It melts your brain, and you'll never achieve nothing if you start smoking green at fourteen, fifteen. I'll tell you that now. No successful person has ever, ever. No. Don't get me wrong. I'm not super, super su- su- successful. I mean, it, you know, you have Mark Scannone here. Yeah. He's, he's massively successful. A load of respect for him. He's a good friend of mine. But he, he's he's massive. He's well more meticulous than me in his approach to life and his discipline, yeah. his routine, everything else. Great fella. He never, ever smoked green. Yeah, great lad. Tony Bell, you never smoked green. No, 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 don't smoke green. That's number one. Yeah. Okay. Number two, if you want to be... An, an elite sportsman of any description or be super super successful don't drink don't drink do you know what I mean just just stay away from drinking hey, and number three switch one hour a day from looking at your phone screen to reading yeah I agree that's number three Brilliant. I say to me lad I go yeah give me a I do there's a book I say to the kids yeah. sit the phone down if you want to watch something on the TV yeah. let's put facts on it on the facts on yeah I'll find yeah. out what's going on in the world. But that's your... Yeah, thanks very much, mate. Absolutely thanks very much. Enjoyed that, yeah. It. Enjoyed Thank that. I love that, yeah. Thanks, thanks very much.